0: I, I still get surprised at myself like what I managed to say throughout these things. It's yeah, quite what, an interesting, you quite an it
1: back and you're like, God, what, how did I come up with
0: that? <laughs> it's an interesting social experience. I'm
1: experiment. so interesting. <laughs> I'm <What>? the interviewer. <laughs> <sick.
0: So>, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I put a wee bit of one up because what I often do is that once I've released one and it's out on Spotify or whatever, I'll just listen to it back like the first five minutes just to – just to make sure it sounds all good. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't missed something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I put a wee bit on last night just before I went to bed. And I was talking about the Olympics or something <laughs> in this last episode. And I just like, I just found myself just sitting there, like listening to myself <laughs> just ramble on for like five minutes. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, I know exactly what I've said, but like a lot of what I do say on here, I, I sort of forget about. And then listening to myself back, you're like, oh, I'm going to write Who's that down. Guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Olympic. Game. It's So funny.
2: Home, home Audio home, home. 9016 Radio. The show for artists of all kinds. Hit down, and relax. Enjoy the music. Okay,
0: Some people like listening to them back when they've been on, other mm. people don't. Yeah, right. And I feel like it's actually quite good for your your social interaction. To listen to a bit of yourself because like people always say, I hate the sound of my own voice. Mm. So did I when I started this. I almost stopped doing it because Because I was like, I didn't like the sound of my voice. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not a podcast voiced guy. (laughs) And so after like editing the first episode, like prolifically, I was like, I actually don't mind it. Like if you, if you listen to yourself for at least five minutes. Mm. There's this, there's that initial, like, oh, cringe, like you just feel weird inside, like, oh, that's what I sound like. Yeah. And then it does get to a point where you're like, oh, when you actually hear yourself in natural conversation, it's actually quite interesting how you adapt to how your voice sounds. Mm. Because oftentimes when you hear your own voice, it's from like, you know, a video that someone's taken of you or you've made like a voice recording. I don't know how many people do that, but usually in the context of yourself, or maybe if you're like a singer, like you have your, obviously your voice recorded there, but you, there might be some speech in there mm. and you're sort of like, oh, I don't like that. And that's a short little burst. Yeah, so yeah. you don't really get to get a feel for what your voice sounds like. Mm. But I'm so numb to my own voice now that I can happily listen to myself talk for ages.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, which is
0: kind of like, sounds so silly. No, you know?
1: that's a, that is a good thing. And it's like super normal as well because your voice is like kind of your fingerprint, but like yeah. your voice print in the world because no one's exactly. voice sounds like your voice exactly.
0: And it, it it's it's weird. I don't know what it is that happens, but there was just a point where it just clicked, like like the 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 me hating it part just flicked off. It's like mm. must have been just like a couple of words that I had said, or maybe the topic at hand at the time. But I was like, wow. Oh. I actually don't mind this at all. And actually sort of thought I sounded like a friend of mine as well. And I was kind of like, oh, well, they have a nice voice. And now I kind of sound like them, which is kind of cool. And like hearing yourself, I mean, it's a gift and a curse, like at the same time, because one, you get used to it, like what we're saying, but then number two, I'm very, very aware of how my voice sounds when I'm talking to people now. So if I'm out one night, <laughs> just and, listening you know, yourself talk to yourself talking, there's enough someone? there's enough quietness mm. around me that I can hear myself. Like I know how I say certain words now, yeah, right. and it really bothers me. Right. Like it's I can't, I can't think of an example, but it is, it is absolutely. Like as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, yeah. And I, I tend to, I tend to st- sort of, um, stutter over some words as well, or like miss syllables in words, mm. which. I mean I'm probably Going to make you Super aware of now But it's just How you sort of Psychoanalyze yourself When you're mm. You know Listening to something that you've, you've done In this case Obviously like your voice Oh yeah I, I do like Miss syllables in words And it just Irks me so much And I've fixed some of it Just through listening to it And now I'm aware of it You
1: mean like you're mumbling Like you mumble Yeah
0: kind of Yeah like Or you know It might be a big word That I sort of just Or you know I might be talking so quickly Or so enthusiastically About something that I just sort of glaze over it I suppose Right. or sometimes you don't know how to like pronounce a word properly and you sort of just it just spills out and you're like oh that wasn't right but I, I tend to do it quite a bit like I don't know if it's just the way that I speak or I don't, I don't know what it is, but some words I'll just completely like miss a syllable, or it'll just it'll just fall out into the you know you know what the word is, but like I'm very very aware of this little segment that I've just missed, I wonder so I'm if a bit more a, articulate now, which is good.
1: I wonder if that's a Dunedin thing as well, oh, like honestly, the way because the the kind of dialect of well dialect the the accent yeah, to absolutely. be from Dunedin or from Otago,
0: even just New Zealand as a has whole has a
1: sound and the way you treat the vowels is like. Definitely. I mean the R's. Everyone yeah, yeah. always talks about the R's. Like when I left and moved away, I was always getting pulled up on my accent.
0: Like, yeah, right.
1: Where are you from? Are you from down south? Are you from Australia? <laughs> it's like this is not Australian. It's
0: funny. Yeah, I've had but the I've had the uh, the R rolling thing brought up to me as well, and I never really knew what that was. Yeah, no, like, never. It's I not really yeah. a role. It's just kind of like. An exaggerated yeah. R, I suppose. Yeah. So I was never like, well, you know, to me, rolling your R's means you have sort of like a flutter with your tongue, like a...
1: Yeah, that's what Like, thing.
0: I was like, I don't roll my R's, what are you talking yeah. about? But it is, it's just that hard R, hard which R. sounds, that sounds American, but like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a Southern thing. Yeah. But the New Zealand accent as a whole is so monotone and so, like compared to like an American, like I had a lot it's of flat. trouble when I was editing this podcast and had so much trouble with things sounding good because it wasn't an American accent, I think, is the conclusion that I came to. is was like, you'd listen to an American one and you'd be like, That's oh yeah, that perfect. just growing up on perfect. American
1: television though, you know. It is,
0: it totally is, it totally is. It has such a big It Hijacks
1: your whole kind of like...
0: I have so much trouble watching like Shortland Street and like New Zealand shows because it just has that cringe factor. And it might, it might be like the method to that might be exactly like what I'm saying with my own voice. I just have to get used to it. Mm. But I'm so like involved in American... Movies mm. and TV shows that watching something from New Zealand, even Australia, is yeah. hard to watch.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially also in acting, that's a real thing as well. Like when you're auditioning for um, an American film, mm. it's advised – so so you're doing your general American accent and then you have an ID at the end of your self-tape audition and they advise you to do the ID in an American accent to introduce yourself even oh, though right. you're not American. Because if, they, if you've done an audition in American accent – and then you flip into your normal accent, it like throws people off and they're like, oh no.
0: Yeah, right. They're
1: from New Zealand. Oh no, we don't oh, want that. God.
0: Have you had this experience firsthand? Or you just yeah, know yeah, this yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's, I suppose it makes sense in a but it's way, so but it must feel weird to you, obviously, like having to change your <laughs> natural way of speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like method advised. acting.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's strange though, but the New Zealand accent is like, it stands out.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But coming into into, um, into play a wee bit, like through um, Taika Waititi, right. his influence that he's had on all these big Marvel movies, like him himself has been in the movies, like speaking with a New Zealand accent a lot of, and, and through him, there's been a lot of yeah. New Zealand actors that have come to those big films too. Yeah. Like, um, I can't remember which movie it was, but they had that young kid that was used to be on the adverts for things. I, I Forgive me, I, f- I forget his name, but he was in one of. One of the Marvel movies, like yeah. I, he had, he was the some kid in Home for
1: the World of People, I think. He's the wee is the yeah, yeah. fella? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, his name is past me right now, yeah, but yeah, but I know you you're We know about. who we're talking about, yeah. but he
0: was in that too, and yeah, yeah. fully New Zealand accent, and it yeah. was like you in the context of the American film. I think it really sticks out like a sore thumb. Like mm. as soon as you hear it amongst everything else, mm. it's like, "Whoa, that's weird!" But then you you just adjust to it quickly yeah. you know but I guess it depends what they're looking for but in your experience is it quite easy to put on the American accent do you find um, is it something you had to develop or was it you know having this this thing where you have to have the accent on like even outside of like the audition or whatever yeah right was that was that quite hard to adjust to
1: well I think I'm pretty privileged in the sense of I was doing an American accent since I was, like, a child, watching way too much television. Did I watch too much television? Maybe. I probably did. Because me and my brother would always, like, talk in American accents to each other and, like, pretend to be these, like, people, these big people that wasn't us. So I was already doing an American accent as a child.
2: Yeah.
1: And, like, watching, like, Looney Tunes or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like, knowing all the lines of the film. So always inside of American accent as a child. But – It is difficult, like when you actually, because obviously at um, drama school we were trained in um, having it to have a general American accent, Um, and it's incredibly difficult if you are trying to do an accent technically correct. Mm. Like you have to change where you put your tongue and your mouth and where the sound comes from, and... All sorts of stuff. Like there are tools where if you have a whole script, you'll break down every single word and like place it in your mouth correctly and then to do it properly. So you can – I guess you can just do an American accent or you can really like go into the bones of how it works. And then there are also like the Southern American accent, all all that kind of stuff.
0: I feel like that's almost a go-to. Like I find it somewhat easier to do the Southern accent than I would do just a typical quote unquote American accent. Yeah, because I've I've tried doing it like, you know, because you quote movies and things like a lot of what we're subjected to is American film, so yeah, yeah. It's, sort of, it's almost ingrained in us a way that we're just so accustomed to the accent that we think we can do it. And the yeah. times that I've tried, it's like, oh, actually, you're almost trying too hard with it sometimes. Like, to have a real neutral yeah. American accent is actually quite difficult. Yeah. But there's so many parts of America, too, that, like, you might end up sounding more from one place than another. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what a general ac- American accent would be.
1: It's It's kind of like, I mean, it's... It's not very specific in terms of, like, because in New York, like, the New York accent is now also declining as Mm. well. Like, accents are constantly changing. Um, So, it's, yeah, it's super interesting. But it's not, like... Um, ultra specific because it's general American accent. Yeah, like, sure. American accent. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I suppose you know straight away when you hear an American accent, right? Like there's, there's still that twang to it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's only specific parts of America, I suppose, that are like quite particular in how they sound compared to others. But I feel like when I try to do an American accent, it just becomes like real, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, there's a name for it. Like, yeah, l- I guess it's like a country accent, like you say, like it's real, like
1: I'm a cowboy. from You put down it on South.
0: real hard, and put it comes, you real know, hard. yeah. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny.
0: It's like a go to because there's humor in that as well, and yeah, yeah, the exaggeration. Yeah. Is but then of it's like a
1: caricature, You're kind of like just like being this kind of western, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure. Have you <laughs> have you had how much experience have you had? Um, with other accents, like have you? Do you think you could do quite an array of them, or oh is, is, is there others is a you had funny to do one so Now
1: I feel like I say, oh, I can do this, I can yeah, yeah. do this, and then I'm gonna have to like show you something. Don't worry, like, no, I haven't no, warmed. Um, <laughs> but, but like, just generally
0: speaking, when it comes to accents, like, mm, there I've must done a be few. Some that's trickier than others.
1: Um, I've done. I haven't done a whole lot though. But I've, I mean, the general American. Um, I've done English, like an English accent. Um, a French accent. I had. a I play this role where I did a French accent.
0: You've, you've done quite a bit of work. It sounds like in the film industry.
1: Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I've just graduated, right. so I mean, I was. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but I mean, a lot of my work happened inside of the institution that I was involved with, and sure. I was super lucky that being at Twyford Cuddy, it's super hands-on. Um, like I didn't, you know, there's no sitting at a desk and like writing about sure. how to be an actor.
0: Yeah. I, so you were yeah. specifically in that region, that acting side. You hadn't had much involvement in anything else, film related, or no. did that sort of come no. with everything? Yeah, acting. Yeah, cool.
1: Acting's at the forefront. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So we made like films at drama school, put on plays. We even made music. Like, we did all kinds of stuff. So that's kind of, yeah, that's where my um, reference to all my experiences have largely been.
0: And prior to your study, like, how had you had much involvement in the acting world? Um, Even just auditions and things?
1: um, No, no. High school, did the musical. Nice. Yeah, um, classic. And then moved to Wellington.
0: So where did it sort of, I guess, really spark your interest that you wanted to be an actor? Mm. was it kind of like you had to choose something to study and you thought like oh, that would be no. the thing? <laughs> would have, it would
1: have been a bad decision if it was like, <laughs> "I what am I going to Like, Oh, acting. It's yeah, like, yeah. no, it wasn't a decision. I don't, it wasn't a decision that I made. It was like, this is just it. Yeah. This is just the thing. This is, this is me. part of who I am and how I see the world and people and stuff. Um, well, that's so, but yeah.
0: Well, uh, it is though, because like, you're, you're essentially what you are interested in, what you love doing, what you see as something that is you just spills into your personality, right? Like your world mm. just sort of becomes encapsulated by this this thing that you do, you know? Yeah. Like like with painting for me, it's just like it was it was a door I didn't even know it was there yeah. to to enter, you know? And now that I'm in it, like everything that I do is is just and somewhat related. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. it translates to other things, and that's the beauty about having these conversations is that. It's, it, it does so broad, like me talking about painting and just art in general, mm. is is pretty much how you'd probably look at acting, right? Like mm. there's there's ideas behind those things that will translate between the two, mm. and what you do is an art form in itself. Mm. You know, it's it's a form of expression, right? Like yeah. it's just it's going to be natural for you to do that, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's also a tool as well, though I find. I mean, acting is really just the pursuit of empathy and like trying to understand people and why they do things and why they say things or sometimes what they say and their actions contradict each other. Right. And it's just kind of like, you know, some people study psychology, but it's like acting is like kind of the embodiment of studying psychology because you're going inside of someone's psychology, embodying a different human that sits in a different way, that walks down the street in a different way ties their shoes on differently, yeah. it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Um, but also I think I'm just like a
0: child, Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> like I'm just, I really hope that in my forties and fifties and like beyond, Yeah, I'm just a kid. Yeah. I Cause I think that's what I'm trying to get back to, you know, it's just being a kid. And so I was a super playful kind of kid. Me and my brother like made movies and like did, made skits and like, I was like a weather lady yeah. since I was like four. You know, like I've been doing this. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Well
0: that's 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 obviously like that's one thing I've always been envious about with, with people that have such like a heavy influence or interest in, in what they do. Mm. Is that I feel like I never really had that with anything. I feel like there's nothing I can sort of trace back in my life that I was like, Yes, I was always meant to do this or I was always meant mm. to do that, you know, it's always random little bits and bobs here and there. But
1: an indirect journey is still Valid, you know, yeah, maybe absolutely. like some little things that you did along the way, they have all compiled and contributed to mm. pr- pursuing or exploring, you know, yeah, painting. absolutely.
0: No, I agree, and and that's 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 it, right? Like, it's not everyone's journey is the same, mm. not everyone's journey starts from whether you're a kid. Mm. Um, I feel like my time yeah, between right. being a kid and now was just sort of this wild ride to see what was what kieran was going to do you know what what was really something that was meaningful to me Mm. and just sort of finding it now like in my Mm. mid-20s is it's 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 gratifying you Mm. know it's still something that um i love to do and i feel like i will be doing for the rest of my life now Mm. but you know i still have this sort of constant thought that you know was i actually meant to do this like if, or you know if I'd started earlier would I be better now but mm. because it doesn't seem like something that's organic mm. um, which it sort of has been in its own way mm. but because without that sort of history with it it feels a bit harder to sort of accept myself into that role mm. R- with you in acting do you feel like you sort of just like you say it was just meant to be it wasn't really a choice like you sort of just spilled into that into that world do you think that came from sort of your childhood interest like it's just that has been you and you just there you are Mm. Um, or is it kind of like, I've always found this fun and yeah, might as well do it properly, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely both of them. Yeah, um, you, I probably could trace back to being a child and what my behavior was like. I mean, my teachers always called me a drama queen Yeah, before I was even doing drama. Like it's like written, it's like there in you the scripture. Yeah. Like it's like this is what this is what she's like. She's absolutely crazy and annoying, and she talks too much. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so there a part of it is you probably could trace it back to how I was as a child, but also it's just like pursuing, choosing to pursue joy, and mm-hmm. that's where I've found joy in my life um, through acting and theater and theater see that i'm I'm home
0: (laughs) that's Uh, so cool i love it i really do like i just romanticize this idea and and it's the case for most artists is i just romanticize this idea of you know um in your case particularly um or any actor really like the fact that you're having to sort of Really genuinely embody another person or character, mm. having that sort of like natural part of you that you sort of had your whole life mm. seems just a lot more authentic, you know? Like that, that sort of in itself spills into the work mm. because it's ingrained in you, mm. you know? Like it's just, it's just, it's like you were meant to, to act, you know? You've sort of been doing it your whole life with you, and you're not like. You know, when you watch documentaries and things, that's sort of how it's always portrayed. Like, ever since they were a kid, you know, they've been doing this. And it's like, wow, they really did what they've always wanted to do, which I think is really cool. Like, not to sort of overanalyze, like, your mm. pathway, but just mm. it just it just sounds nice to hear that, you know. Yeah. It feels like you're meant to be in what you're doing.
1: Yeah. I, I, I you know, I think this is where my curiosity lies right now. Mm. It may change. You know, I think the the medium or how the energy itself is channeled, you know, is already changing. I mean, I'm mm. moving into writing and yeah, right. like, um, I've directed some shows in the past and um going into filmmaking. Like it's it's sure acting in itself has been like a, a joy and a pleasure and a passion and uh hobby turned into a career path. Mm. Um but really I just I kind of – I'm so curious about people. Yeah, sure. And and I, I I think that's what it really is about is like actually just – I just want to understand people more.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that's the best way to do it, right? Like you say, like literally becoming that like, person. Why do you like why do this? Yeah, exactly. Why? There must be in, in that um, – th- there's obviously a lot of research that you have to do on like characters and things when you when you're auditioning for a role i presume like how much well
1: you've only got two days usually so you don't really have a lot of time to kind of go deep
0: yeah and i suppose um any given role could be obviously so totally someone random it's a it's a fictional character so like having to find out about how that person is how they how they go about their day-to-day lives like that sort of still left up to you a we, but I presume as well when you're going into a role like that, if you're only given small speckle of information, you know, you kind of have to make it up for yourself, I presume.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely where like the getting creative and using mm. your point of view and your perspective in the world to kind of frame a character or interpret a character in a way that only you can. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there is this thing about becoming other characters and being a transformative actor. I've been getting super cynical about wanting to be a transformative actor or method or whatever. Is
0: that the same sort of thing?
1: Yeah, well, to to, like uh, the Joker, you know, like to become this like creature or whatever. Like it's super amazing that Mm. people can do that. Um, But uh, it really, it does, there's always a part of you inside of what you do, Mm. you know, um and it's so, kind of inevitable, right? Yeah. So even though like 50 other young white women with brown hair and green eyes are all going for the same role mm. of freaking Lucy, who's like in high school, like, yeah. I don't know, you know, we're all going to do it differently Absolutely. because we're all different people. We might interpret the scene um, in the same way, but there will be some kind of essence thing mm. that, uh, that no one else can...
0: Um It's just your particular copy. way of moving and things as well, I suppose. Like yeah. your your little quirks and things that you have, so to speak, will, yeah. will will create that, you know. It's 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 yeah. hard to seriously like well, I don't know, obviously not from experience, how it is to really sort of embody someone else and yeah. like create like move the way that character would move
1: yeah.
0: without sort of having your own instinctual movements oh, yeah. overlay that, you know. Yeah.
1: And sometimes it's 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 really good to try and like really reject like the way that you do things. Mm. But then for some characters, it just makes sense that, oh, they would talk how I talk when I'm talking to my best friend yeah, when I get home from exactly. work or whatever. So drawing and choosing to draw upon your personal kind of experience and then really changing how you go to sit down in a chair. Like I sit down in a chair and I put my foot like on right mm. here because mm. that's how I like it. But maybe if I played a character and I sat at a dinner table scene, yeah. I wouldn't sit like that. I'd have to change. Yeah uh my natural impulse or natural instinct to do something um yeah
0: but I suppose that is sort of like a creative step really in in the process of being that person right because like how much can you really look at a character like as a as a writer or director like look at a character that you've created and gone oh no they wouldn't cross their legs no, they would they would do this and it's like, what? Mm. <laughs> you know, like how do you sort of find the line between what what's because you you've got to be as organic as possible, right? Yeah. So I suppose what you would typically do is yourself, any movement or gesture or whatever, kind of just will be how you play that part anyway. You can't mm. be too hyper aware of your body movements, right? Like mm. it'd have to be somewhat believable. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the context of the story, I suppose.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I think I mean, that's what rehearsals for as well. Yeah. Like, if you're really inside of a character that demands you to really kind of change yourself physically, um, it's almost like um, you need to get inside their skin every day mm-hmm. and somehow fold like a piece of them into like I don't know, like even even um, like when you order a coffee or you go and sit down at like a cafe, like you can try and like <laughs> like embodies embody this character that that potentially you have at this given point in time yeah. to really like try on their skin mm. and like wear it around in everyday life and see how you can wear it enough like shoes. Like wear the shoes in enough so that when you are on set and you are or doing it, whatever, it doesn't feel like you're manufacturing Someone or being inorganic or unnatural, like what yeah. you were saying, um, but yeah i would uh, yeah, I would love to be able to play a character that really demanded that of me
0: yeah i I really to use the word again, romanticize the concept of method acting, I find it <laughs> really intriguing and sort of like it sort of breaks the the wall of a creative outlet in a way because it's sort of the ultimate creative. Thing to do Do you know what I mean Like it's Right Literally it's like changing. Implementing that In your lifestyle Like the way yeah, in which yeah. You live to To essentially be Someone else Yeah Like I suppose there's Detriment that can come With that too Yeah But like that idea When you hear about Actors that Method act For their yeah. roles
1: Yeah
0: It's It gives me tingles You know It's kind of like Wow this is crazy a, That they're going That deep with it You know
1: I mean that I mean I'm personally I'm not a method actor I don't claim to be A method actor I don't Want to be a method actor? It's like um, it's not really a technique that's um, advised. No, God no, no because it's well, kind of like unethical. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why I say romanticise
0: because it's not exactly something that's well, Oh, I'm a be
1: murderer. I'm going to go and kill. Yeah,
0: people. exactly, exactly. Well, yeah. I
1: once had an acting uh, tutor, or like a person that came in to teach us. She literally advised. She was like, "If you're playing a um, uh, a, a role where you have to kill someone." go and go hunting and go and kill like a pig. Oh, God. Go and kill a pig and then you'll understand what it feels like to kill something. You know, like (laughs) advice is advice, you know, and I sat there and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, okay, I'm going to go kill a pig now. I'm vegan, but I'm going to kill the pig for my acting (laughs) career. I mean, you know, like, so there are certain ways that people kind of – because I think that's still pretty method, you know. Yeah, for sure. um, That have adapted that kind of – Method I, of acting. I see the But the it's a bit.
0: I see the logic in that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Ethically not something I <laughs> agree with. But you know, like if you if you really had to get into the role of a murderer in this case, like yeah. there's gotta be some sort of psychotic element about you that has to be Highlighted right, and Mm. so through without any experience of what it actually feels like to do that, yeah, how can you really like portray that? So, I get what they're saying, but like, there's got to be another way around it because you, you probably would like in that particular case you know, it's not just going to be something that's for the role. That's, you know, mm. if, if you're someone that is vegan and doesn't want to kill animals, <laughs> doing that thing is going to affect you outside of any acting job, right? Yeah. That's going to be something yeah. that you've literally done, you know? So yeah. you might perform well in yeah. the acting role, but then that's that translates elsewhere, you know? So there's got to be aligned with the method mm. acting, where it's like, no, I'm actually not going to kill anything for this role, you know?
1: Well, some people do some crazy things, you know? Some people do some crazy shit. But um,
0: have you worked with any method actors? No. Anything that has had that sort of approach?
1: No, 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 no. Because at 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 um school, they don't advise mm. uh, that kind of method, especially like emo- It's just putting yourself through like emotional torture. Yeah, sure. And it's like you know there are there are other tools and crafts that you can use so that you don't have to detriment your mental health mm. and mental well being for. A character in a movie, you yeah. know, or a character in whatever. Um, but it's interesting when talking about like evil people or playing like a murderer, because mm. obviously, like, I don't plan on killing anyone in my life. So it's like, but but then so, but it, but I find that interesting mm. because then how do I understand this person? Mm. How do I like? How can I empathize with someone exactly. that does something that's so? out of my, yeah. like I'm never going to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the interesting part and in realizing that, you know, everybody has their best intentions. Like yeah. um, everybody's trying their best in life to do what they think is right. In their world, they think they're right mm. about something or they feel like an injustice has been done to them. Um, And it is, I mean, it all comes back to really simple things. Like everybody wants something. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone wants something. Everyone I see what you're something. saying.
0: Like there's there's gotta be a point, um well, it would be interesting to talk to someone that that has not necessarily method acted, mm. that's the way to say it. Um, but someone who has played the role of a murderer, of which there are mm. a fair few because a mm. lot of movies do involve that mm. in some way, shape or form. Mm. Um, even if it's just someone shooting someone else, you know, like that in itself has gotta be something that's mm. you know portrayed Mm. that emotion that that way of thinking you know it'd be Mm. interesting to talk to someone who's had that role to play Mm. and what they thought was a way around doing it because it's it's not something you can method act Mm. but like you say to create that sort of empathy with that character and and i guess it depends and depends on the the role and the story yeah like why they've killed that person or what why the story has panned out this way
1: yeah
0: you know to to I, I, I don't know where I'd start. I feel like you just have to go sort of to the darkest place of your own to really sort of try and do that. Do you mm. think? Um, what do you think in that itself is like? Because, like, there'll be scenes obviously where I presume there's been a case where you've had to be really upset about something. Mm. Like, that in itself might not work for everyone to mm. be able to get to somewhere really sad, but like, you have to sort of trigger something from somewhere, I presume.
1: Often the best is when it's coming from the person you're acting across. Like, if, you are in a scene with someone and you're looking into their eyes and they're giving you something Mm. so seemingly truthful in Mm. that moment, like it can just bring you to tears or like, you want to just fucking scream at them or yell at them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I had that and that actually saved me once when I had to do a scene where I um, was, I didn't kill someone, but I was going to kill them and I was like, came onto the set and I had like a gun orientation, like 30 right, minutes. So you have it, been in
0: this position. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, didn't like, mean to dismiss you before. I didn't realize that oh, this is interesting.
1: But I didn't actually kill them. So, yeah, right. Know, okay, I was okay. going to kill them. Um, and I was given like, had a gun orientation and this gun was like a real gun. Mm. And um, oh, like, I was incredibly intimidated by this whole kind of thing mm. that was going on. And it was also around the time when the mosque shootings happened. Oh, okay. And I'm just being like handed this gun and yeah, yeah. told that I like have to point it at someone's face. And it was just like Jacinta was freaking yeah. out. Like I was holding this gun just like shaking yeah, in my hand. I'm like, I can't have my shaking hand in the shot. Yeah. Like with this gun, like I need to be the,
2: yeah.
1: be the gun. But um, so incredibly challenging. But what really helped me was like my scene partner mm. because I, I mean I had to like point the gun like yeah. at her and I and it go, it's got a blank in it so I, I shoot it but right. there's no bullet in it because it was all an intimidation yeah, thing. Yeah. Um but like I don't know
0: That's obviously a very important part about being an actor is relying on other actors to to help you out in any given moment, especially a scene like that, right?
1: Yeah. Because really then it kind it of you that. let you though and those are the yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the juicy moments where, like you know, you have a plan the way the scene is going to go, and I point the gun, and then I f- fucking scream at her, and yeah. it's like real yeah. and authentic and it's guttural and da da da. But really, <laughs> what happens in that moment is what's going to happen in that moment. And um, if you're really connected to the person you're across from, it's almost like you just go with them, mm. and that but they're going with you, and you don't know who's leading you. Um. And maybe it looked like I was going to kill her in the scene. Mm. Like maybe it actually did look legit because she was being truthful. So it made – it brought that out in me as well. Mm. So a lot of being able to go to those places is really like listening to the person across from you and like working together because you're not like in my performance and I'm yeah, yeah. like – Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm the man. It's a collaborative art form.
0: Yeah, it's so cool. I really admire that because uh, I mean, I get, I feel like a lot of the time there's probably cases where you um, maybe not necessarily don't have control, but things happen so organically that you couldn't have even sort of planned for something to pan out that way mm. because of the fact that you're still literally engaging with another human, right? Mm. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's aspects. Of life that yeah. are just sort of easily translatable into a certain role. So there's probably times where you have such a good scene with someone that yeah. was just so organic that you weren't even like thinking about yeah. acting anymore. Is yeah. that common for you?
1: Oh, definitely. And that's the sweet spot. Like yeah, that's like, that's where the addiction to it is. Like yeah. that's the drug. Yeah. Like when you can just like disappear into this reality that's not even your yeah, own yeah, that's so cool. and you believe you in that moment you are like there with that person yeah. in like the 50s in new york it's that's what i mean it's just being a kid and yeah. like playing like how kids just naturally play in the playground like kids are the best actors you know cuz they're just a stream of consciousness yeah, yeah, like yeah. they just say whatever the fuck they want <laughs> you know they do like they eat an ice cream at the dairy they're going to be like this is shit Like they don't like it Yeah, yeah. Or, you or know? they'll
0: make fun of you Of something yeah. about your appearance That's quite common yeah. And it's just like no. This
1: pure Distilled yeah. Like I don't know Thing um,
0: yeah, I, I totally agree. I actually watched a video on this this morning specifically more related to to art, but it was a, it was a guy giving lecture to his his class that he was teaching and he'd um, told the story about like or it wasn't exactly a story it was just like how kids interact like this you know like right. if you if you um, you know give a, a, a box of coloring pens and a, and a piece of paper to a, a child that's you know under four five years old they're just going to create like there's no Mm. there's no like so what am i what am i drawing like they're just going to pick up the color that they like and they're just going to smash it on like they're just going to do it but when you sort of get a wee bit older and you're sort of more i guess familiar with the concept you're you're more accustomed to being sort of told what to do especially in a classroom setting Mm. and that's just the beauty of like children at that age is that there are there are no questions everything's new there's no they don't understand the concept of even being taught something, you know, or being in a classroom, they just know that there's like something that looks real cool in front of them and they're just going to go crazy with it until something happens, you know. So that's it's, it's it's just fun, right? Yeah. Like why would you not want to be that way? And yeah. that should translate into someone's career yeah. in art, acting, anything like that because those are the best moments, like you say, that that's yeah. something that's just so organic. It feels childish, you know, it's fun.
1: Definitely. Yeah. That, made me, that made me think um, – I, I was talking with my friend the other day actually about like, you know, an arch like as a child and you had to like paint like a portrait of yourself, like yeah. Yeah. what your face looks like. Yeah. And her picture just wasn't even her. Like it was oh. different colored hair, different yeah, right. eyes, like different everything. And she, I don't know what her child brain thought in that moment yeah. where it's like you need to Paint a picture of yourself She just painted a picture Of like Some person Well, that's she, it, right? Doesn't, that it doesn't day. always
0: register You know It's just like Oh okay Like a three year old's not going to care Oh okay a horse Okay yeah, yeah. a brown horse And it's going to be like Anatomically correct yeah, Like they're yeah, not yeah. going to do it It's going to be it's purple like it's gonna And it's going to have like Super long and... legs Or some shit You know It's going to be something crazy Because they don't care You know yeah, They just They have care. a picture in their mind About what yes, something is And they what's just what's
1: right and what's wrong Yeah
0: And they're, they're not worried about What's correct Or what colour's the right colour Whatever They're just picking up what that they like the look of you know it's so cool that's the most organic expression i think there is just that childish like yeah endeavor yeah 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 so cool yeah have you um you've obviously worked in well not obviously but i i I can presume a lot of what you say a lot of what you've worked in film wise has been through your study Mm. how long was that period of time was it two three years three years and so over those three years how many things have you worked on? Like how diverse has your acting career been in terms of what you've, you've worked in? Like what are the sort of highlights and lowlights, I guess or theme wise about movies or whatever it is that you've been involved in, you know, like how, how different has one been from the next or do you find there's sort of a general approach to everything mm-hmm. when you start out? Like you do have to adapt to, to everything.
1: Mm, no. Um, every experience has been completely different. Mm. Um so I mean I've what have I done I've been I've done lots of theatre acting that's where I kind of started um
0: That's quite common I think isn't it to start in the theatre Yeah 100%. is it more is it more accessible is that why or is it oh, just totally. a good sort of intro to the world of
1: Totally way more accessible and I mean theatre uh, there's a real community kind of vibe to sure. theatre and theatre people. Um it's, it's
0: fairly common ground, I suppose, like with theatre. Could you compare it to um acting roles in the sense that it's it's pretty regimented and you sort of it's sort of the same approach each time. Like no in terms way. of it's yeah. it's still quite no, different? still quite different. Yeah.
1: But then again, I think I probably I also speak from a privileged position that is I've been able to work with a bunch of completely different New Zealand practitioners. Mm-hmm who have different processes um, and that's part of the beauty of the whole thing and getting to be involved with a bunch of different projects is mm. taking little bits from how different people do things. Um, so no, yeah, every experience is different. And because, you know, theater, film, it's a collaborative art form. Um, the processes are always different um, yeah, like um,
0: – I know that question's quite broad. It but, is coping you know, When you – I guess a better way to phrase the question would be when you're entering an acting role, mm. do you have sort of a process that you go through to sort of at least get into a certain mindset or are you having to look at every job fresh each time and adapt differently each time, um, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think I'm still in the process of like refining what that – process is but yeah there's definitely like how i approach a project there's probably been a similar kind of um theme but it's also you know it's 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 so hard because it's different every time it's a different story it's a different person and really it's about trying to find your way into something like trying to find how you can land inside of this new world or this new character or yeah, there's got to be some point of entrance because sure I can learn my lines and I can do my beats and actions and highlight things and and uh, like um, have like a piece of costume or something I think this person would wear mm. so I feel like I'm them um, or I mean all kinds of things but um, I don't know you have to find some kind of point of entry like what's an example um, I think I well it's funny I, last year I played, one of the roles I played in this show was a weather lady. Hmm. No, no, she wasn't a weather lady. She was a news reporter. Yeah, I was going to say call.
0: just like when you were a kid. Yeah, right. Trying. So like,
1: and that's what I mean. <laughs> okay, so okay. I was like, oh, it's this game that I used yeah, to play yeah, yeah, with yeah. my brother when I was a kid. I'm yeah. just, and then I just took like a little piece of that. And then already I was like, ah, oh, this is where I am. This That's is so the cool. news lady. She's yeah, yeah. the piece of the little four year old, like with the cassette like thing and filming and yeah. being her. Uh, That's so cool finding idea. that way to get in to the thing. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh my language is so annoying no, get no, into the thing but you know like, there's, the thing.
0: this passion in what you're saying which is which is the beauty about how you explain it it's like you obviously love what you do you know it's it's not like we don't always have an explanation for the things that we do you know mm. like trying to when you start talking about what you do sometimes you even get lost in your own thought process because it's like yeah. i don't often think that deeply about it like i just i just do it Yeah, that's right. what it is you know it, it, what happens happens you know
1: yeah and then and then on the other side of the coin, I've also done like some performance art before. Mm. Like um, I made a solo in my first year and it was essentially just performance art. I had no idea what performance art was. I didn't even know that I was making performance art, right. but I've made a bit of performance art.
0: How does that compare to, the, to well, the film world?
1: I mean, it's it's kind of your world side of things. It's like, I mean, maybe it's uh, more, more art related yeah, it's more specifically. Like,
0: Um, Was this like dance or was this like performative, like spoken word stuff?
1: All kinds of things. Like I did this thing where I was covered in slime and (sighs) like this like silicon cast, like cocoon shit and I was like freaking naked and I was like lying on this table with this like light over me and I had to like crawl like out of this cocoon and like flop on the floor with like all of this slime like all this random random stuff or like me and my friends we did a performance art piece at the one-to-one festival um last wait last year and so, the process of that was we came up with our idea the morning before we did it. Yeah. We were like, "We didn't know what we were going to do. We knew we wanted a paddling pool, and we wanted to wear togs, and we wanted to fill the paddling pool with milk. And we were like, we're like, "I don't know. it's just this is what it is." Yeah. Like we were like, this is this is what we're going to do." And um, I mean, so I've done so much random shit. Like, it's <laughs> <That's> so
0: crazy. <laughs> it's very that must interesting. be like such a good technique. Like those two specific examples, like was <laughs> that that must have been pretty daunting to be in that position. Do you find that that helped you, like, with your career, or was it something that was really like detrimental? Like, how did that affect you in your process towards like future jobs? Like, that must have like to, to be put on the spot. There's right. almost like, did did you feel like an embarrassment?
1: No, I mean, kind? just, like, I think we had to commit to our, like, crazy, stupid idea. Yeah, I don't Like, there was no other option but to just commit. Yeah. And so, in a way, that's – I mean, it's so not good to throw yourself on the deep end like that. You really should have been more organized yeah. um, and we should have yeah. – <laughs> but, like, we're already really good mates and collaborators. So, we, could, we built off our own relationships yeah. that we had, which was – we're lucky because we could just play like kids together, and mm. it, that's all we did. We just like pl- started play fighting, and then we had all of these like seventy freaking group of seventy people tripping on all kinds of things, just watching these like four like half naked people like wrestling <laughs> in a paddling pool. But everyone loved it, and it was great. And it was just this like I don't know. I think I I always want to work from a place of instinct and impulse. Mm. And so sometimes when you go to the edge of something, like we've got to come up with something. Yeah, I know. And be, Im- improvisation is also a part of acting. So it's like being able to thrust yourself into a moment and like survive.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> does, does, do those moments sort of become what you could consider like method, like not necessarily specifically, but like in terms of your, your general mental framework around doing something when you're sort of improvising? Mm when you're doing stuff on the spot, like, because there's no script or anything, Mm. do you think that becomes sort of like that method Method. mindset? No,
1: I don't. I've never really tied those two things Mm. together before. Um,
0: Because I just imagine if if you are method acting you're having to make all the decisions about the character for yourself and what mm. they say and do. So with, like, improv,
1: right. yeah.
0: I see similar qualities. Not that to say yeah. that it is a form of method acting, but it must be the same sort of approach, I presume.
1: I mean, if you've done your homework and you've done your preparation, you just have you will trust that, that you are already embodying the character and sure. therefore anything that you say is coming from the character and not from you. Right. Um, and improvisation is used a lot in filmmaking as well To like get really natural performances Yeah sure Like sometimes directors will completely just ditch the script They're mm. like They might just literally throw the script away And be like okay now nah, They like is, how the characters actors work together and, yeah, yeah like this is your talk to him Like it's your best friend It's one o'clock in the morning mm. And you're just spilling s- the, Use this monologue like you're just spilling Like what's just happened this evening Just like f- Go yeah. Go. It's your best friend, two o'clock in the morning.
0: Go. Do you think the best kind of acting is not acting at all?
1: Yeah, I mean I I've been
0: Where, where does the where does the line form between acting and just I like no,
1: you can really get in your head about this yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> like But I mean it all depends on genre. It depends on For like sure. the world, what the director's trying to create and all those kind of other things. But I am probably more way inclined to like that style of acting, like mm. a naturalistic Kind of performance um a real life. my taste goes towards that kind yeah. of thing rather than like
0: non fiction
1: I don't know, like sitcom like yeah, 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 but it all has a place, um definitely,
0: and there's different there's different approaches for everyone involved in a film that is based around someone's everyday life, and then like you know aliens and starships or sci fi yeah, stuff requires that is something else that you really have to be, yeah. You know, you have to think completely differently because it's not something that we can really relate to. It's a made-up story, a made-up character that's sort of made to be played a certain way. So anything that's quote-unquote natural interaction isn't really natural because they don't really know what it is. So in those cases you do have to be a pretty good actor because you can easily have like a really corny sci-fi film if it's not acted well, you know, whereas something that's more about just everyday life is easy to sort of spill into because it's everyday life, you know. Yeah,
1: and that stuff I find – I mean they're both pleasurable but like I I really like the second one right now in my life. I really – they're the kind of roles that I want to play –
0: um, do you think that's because of, of sort of what I'm saying? Like it's more, would you say it's easier for you like those roles, or it's the particular style I think style it is probably film? easier for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's easier for me.
0: And so, I and in that case, you obviously do a, a, a great job of, if it's if it's easy for you to do, right?
1: Mm, well, well, yeah, well <laughs> we hope so.
0: <laughs> Presumably, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I um like I, um Nomadland. It's a film. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, you should watch it. Yeah. Because that acting, Francis McDormand, is like beautiful. Yeah. Naturalistic, real life kind of acting vibes. Um, Do
0: you think that um, what you know, what you potentially enjoy out of it from what I'm sort of getting from you so far is just the fact that you can play, you get to play a character or you relate to the character more? in that kind of role, you know, because it is more realistic. Mm. Do you think that's what it is that draws you to this sort of role? The fact you can actually be someone else and be something that's not fictional, you mm. know?
1: I think it's more like um, trying to get to the essence of like emulating real human behavior. Yeah, that's sort not of what I'm trying to, to say, like, yeah. Manufacture this like, uh, dole, or yeah, like, yeah, I, don't I don't want know. to, I don't want to feel like I'm manufacturing someone because yeah. I feel like I'm lying or I'm being dishonest. And I think, I guess, right now, my curiosity towards more of like naturalistic, like 84 film, oh my God, that'd be my dream, yeah. um, kind of vibes is a, um, where was I going? I got sidetracked when I started thinking about eighty <laughs> four I was just like,, Whoa.
0: must be that <laughs> no, we we're, we're talking about just how you embody a, another person or a character in a role like what you're saying you enjoy doing,
1: yeah, 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 I think, um, oh, I'm really getting lost, yeah,
0: <laughs> I find you do easily get lost in the things you love talking about because you have so much train of thought that can go sort of either which way, yeah, when you make references to things that throws you off a bit.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, but
0: I can imagine that would be like acting is something that I have really admired and I've I've said it to myself for ages and I've said it to some of my friends even that like if there was an era in acti- acting gig that came up for me and I got it like, or, you know, it was, it was a surefire thing, I'd be on it. Like I'd switch my yes. whole lifestyle up because <laughs> I just, you? I really like, I just love the the industry like I haven't really realized that until recently that it just I've been watching movies my whole life like most people but yeah, yeah. it wasn't up until recently that I was sort of watching in the middle of watching like a really well-made movie and thought oh this is what I like like of mm. course you know the film industry like mm. this is amazing you know and and I just really like the idea of of being an actor and like everything that you're saying that you like about acting is what well. I think I would really enjoy about doing, it, you know, like just being able to sort of be something that's not your own, you mm. know, because I find with everything, just be it day-to-day tasks or just my, um, my taste in things, my general sort of aesthetic wears old pretty quickly in my own brain because it's my own choice. So I really romanticize the idea about being something else altogether, you know, mm. like as, as dark as that sort of sounds. Um, I just, I, I, I think I would just really enjoy being able to sort of for an extended be- period of time be someone else. Mm. Sort of sim- sim- simplest way I can put it. Do you look at it like that, or do you look at it more like how can I benefit as an actor, in an individual, from gaining like someone else's perspective or way of thinking? Or do you like sort of the I I, I wouldn't necessarily want to class it as escapism, but like, mm. do you find that? there's aspects of that that you enjoy in the acting, like sort of almost an out-of-body experience?
1: Um, Yeah, it can be really – sometimes, you know, if I'm being honest with myself, sometimes playing characters that are really different to me gives me permission to, like, behave in a way I kind of want to behave. Yeah, exactly. But I don't in the skin that I'm in. Mm. Um, So sometimes it can be, like, a ticket to be, like, just be a freaking crazy, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I have exactly. permission to like be a lunatic, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I would I yes, I want to be crazy, because <laughs> um, yeah. it's kind
0: of you know revitalizing in its own way, like that exactly to be able to mm. to express something that you may not have done on your own terms, but yeah. within this character it's acceptable, you know, and yeah. no one's looking at you weirdly for it. You yeah, know? yeah,
1: yeah, 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 um, and so I find that really freeing. Mm. Um, and I, but I, and I also find that when I play those characters, I end up taking a piece of them with me, yeah, like yeah. into my life. Uh, like I find that they actually follow me. Yeah, that's really like cool. Like they're all, they become a part of me in yeah. some kind of way, which sounds, ugh, Cause it's cool Because
0: it's kind of almost the most sort of intimate way to really relate to someone else is to, is to be them, right? You yeah. Know? Like there's, there's gotta be something that sticks with you once you've learnt, because you you don't really have that with, with day-to-day interaction, even just like in relationships and like mm. f- with friends and family, you don't really like understand someone until you try to be that person and try and live their life because you, you never really ask that of someone. Mm. You never really get that real answer mm. from someone telling you about what they do how they feel, how they move yeah. because they often don't, interpret it correctly you don't often interpret your own actions in a way that's true because you distort ideas about yourself because you either deny something or you want to exaggerate something Mm -hmm. whereas looking at someone else with sort of fresh eyes or someone that you've known for a long long time you probably know their quirks a wee bit better so to really like try and take those things and act with them, you really get a better understanding about that person. This is just me trying no. to analyze something without experience, but this is just what I think about with acting and why I find it so fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the psych- you can go down a freaking mm. rabbit hole into like trying to get into people's minds mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. into their psychology. Yeah. Um, But it is so fascinating because people never really say what they really think. Yeah. Like we're always, there's always something, there's always subtext. There's always something underneath what a person's saying. Yeah. Um, and I find that so interesting. Definitely. Like that's the thing that really gets me is like the paradox and the ironies and things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just a fascinating industry. Yeah. I think it's really cool.
1: But I also think and this is so funny. I realise now talking to you about acting right now. I feel like the only time I ever talk about acting with people who aren't actors is like when I'm drunk and yeah. I'm just like and then you <laughs> listen know, to me. And I'm like, you know, you're an actor. <laughs> I'm an actor. We're all actors. That's the point. And they're sitting there like kind of like staring in okay. the ground, like just me screaming to them in their ears. And I'm like, you are an actor. I'm like everyone's an actor. We play roles in our lives. Like when you go yeah. buy a coffee, like but I do believe this like non yeah. fully sober decinda stool. It's like, um, you know, when you go and order a coffee, like, you're playing a role. Mm. You're the customer. And then the person who's right. making your coffee is the coffee man, <laughs> woman, person, you yeah. know? Like, when you go to a restaurant, someone's, you know, you're, or, I mean, they're just kind of.
0: But, but I see what you're saying, yeah.
1: We play roles in our lives and we change the way we speak when we talk to people. Mm. Like, the way you talk to your mum versus the way you talk to your Um, boss, the way you talk to your sister, your friend, your acquaintances, Mm. we are constantly kind of, even if it's just minuscule, we're constantly playing roles in conjunction with different people in our lives. Mm. It's so fascinating. I love
0: that. And that's so true because you do, you, you immediately change the way you talk to certain people. Yeah. Over others.
1: You can't tell me the way you talk to like the bus driver when you get on the bus is like the same way you talk to like no. your best friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's oh, just it's not interesting. That's a good way to, to look at how you play a role, I suppose, because yeah, you know, it's something that's really in everyone to yeah. to change character.
1: When it the, the when that one hit me, I I did this workshop over in Sydney a couple of years ago and he was like um, we did this exercise where he was like um, – the shooter guy was like, all right, you've just been in a massive car accident. Your car's like on the side of the road. It's flipped over. But you're out. You're fine. You've got a few bruises. Yeah. Um, you have to pick three people in your life that you could call or you might call, Like, and it could be have, make no sense. And so I was like, oh, okay, um, my acting shooter – my landlord, my mum. And he was like, all right, now have those conversations. You've just crashed your car. Call your landlord. What do you say to him? Or call your acting tutor. What Mm. do you say to him? Or call your mum. What would you say to him? And I was like, whoa, yeah. Like the way I talk to them, if I was to tell Mm. Neil Patel that I (laughs) drove my car up a ditch, I would say it in a completely different way. I'd be like, "Mom, (laughs) I just crashed my car. Whereas Neil Patel would be like, Hi Neil, um, it's your landlord here. I mean, I mean, your what's it called? The other one? It was, I'm not your. It's your landlord. actor
0: here. It's your,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your actor here playing your tenant. Um, i just crashed my car. You know, like I would say it differently. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's so So true. we're naturally like without even putting on a character or doing stuff, you're already doing all of that in your life without you even noticing. Yeah. No, no I'm not gonna do that. God, that's so cool.
0: <laughs> that's such a interesting way to think about it, and and that and that can make you start to wonder about, like, who is you, you know? Like, oh, God. <laughs> who is the real person you in that scenario, you know? The, like, which which process. ones are roles and which ones are the actual person, you know? <laughs> but I, I guess you could look at it like that really is all you, you know, and, and it mm. is just –
1: But that is all of you. Like, people are layered and complex mm. and there's so much that makes you you. You're not just you. Yeah. You're so much. People are big, you know?
0: And, and you constantly have influenced by others in your life and you yeah. pick up traits from other people that yeah. you may have never gotten if you hadn't been in this place at this time, you know. Totally. It all just sort of sucks in and you just, yeah. I guess it's just character development itself, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. I love the way you explain that. That's really fascinating. Yeah. You, um, you said before that you've you've started out with the acting but now that you've sort of been more in the industry you've you've done a wee bit more you say you've gotten into a bit of writing mm. um how much of that have you gotten into and and how how does um how does that translate from acting like is there is there things that you think have, have helped writing through acting like just mm. in terms of character development and just storytelling do mm. you find it sort of a similar process or what was that experience like for you
1: um it's super helpful to have had experience acting and playing roles, and then approaching being a writer hmm. from that um, direction super duper helpful. Um, I think. Um, I
0: suppose you get to look at scripts too as an actor, yeah. so you kind of get an understanding of how a story comes together.
1: Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. I think. I think though, in terms of wanting to pursue writing, it's it's like. It's kind of about wanting to have a bit more control or wanting to be able to write the kind of characters that I don't get to play Mm. or write um, stories that I don't think are presented because, I mean, or or try and tell my own stories. I think a a lot about wanting to make films and wanting to be a writer or director is, I mean, being an actor, you get to be characters, but being a writer, you get to build worlds, Mm. like you get to build moments in time, um, yeah, it's almost like getting to be more of an architect mm. like in the story and not just like a piece inside of it. You get to actually create it and that kind of control is really exciting. Mm. I, um, I also love collaborating with my friends. When I started at Toy, um, a group of friends of mine – me and a friend wrote a play. So I've written a play before and we put it on at the Fringe Festival and we basically just wrote a play about like our lives, right. <laughs> like that what our lives were at that point in time. We were living in this chaotic flat in the centre of Wellington. We like wrote the wrote the play in the flat. We rehearsed in the flat we took all of the furniture from the flat and put it on a stage in the center of town and was just like, this is our lives. Like this is where we are. We were like 18 at the time, you know? And it was just a snapshot into that moment in our narrative. Mm. Um, So a lot of it is just like trying to take a picture of like a part of a point in time. Yeah. A point in time. Um, and really finding those little intricate details and moments that distill something bigger, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. the meaning of something wider than what it is. Um, and so, yeah, now I've just been writing my short film. Um, I started making it in my final year at Toy. Um Yeah, and that's kind of partly why I came home as well, because right. I'm from here, um, and the film is going to be based here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna shoot it here, right, yeah, um, yeah, so I've been writing this short film, going insane in my brain, um, yeah,
0: so this is a similar concept to what you're talking about with this play. it's a, no it's, yeah, no? no, they're completely they're okay.
1: completely separate the the thing that ties them is um, oh yeah, the thing that ties them is drawing from my own experiences sure. and drawing from um. Yeah, because I guess being a writer or wanting to be a storyteller, I feel like at this point in time I can only tell my own stories because I have ownership over them Mm -hmm. because they're my experiences. So It kind of makes sense to
0: start there, right?
1: Yeah, right. And I feel like I have the right to tell it because a lot of it is is like, do I have the right to tell the story? Do I, is this my story to tell or is this someone else's story to tell? Mm. And so I feel like, looking back into my past i'm like right this is all mine i've got a lot of shit to work with here like there have been some things so the the whole the flat situation with that was just that it was us looking at our lives and so this short film um is me looking at like a portion of like my teenage years my childhood Mm. and kind of um extracting kind of what I've been learning in my life, um, different relationships and tensions and conflicts, and um, yeah, yeah. It's I want to say what it's called, but I'm also in the process of maybe changing the name altogether. Right. So it's been called the Girl, the Lamb, and the Man. Um, but I'm kind of thinking of changing the name of
0: the film to take it in, in a new direction, or to more appropriately title what the story is
1: about. Yeah, the second one. Um, so yeah, the, the, the tentative, that's what I say, the tentative kind of second title that I'm thinking of is called, um, don't cry a spilt milk. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a short film. Um, and, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess through making it more, it'll make more of an understanding, uh, make more sense to. To go with whichever title, because having no idea about what it's about, mm. I have no sort of leaning <laughs> oh, yeah. towards either or. You know? Oh no, no. But of you'll course. know for yourself.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Do you think by doing a story that's relative to yourself and your own life that that has benefit for you outside of the film? You know, like if it's I don't know specifically what point in time this is um, this is done for, or whether it's whether it's uh, from a place of joy or a place of sorrow. Mm. Do you think either way that by analysing it so critically and and sort of remaking it that it it helps you in any way outside of what you're doing with the film?
1: Yeah, isn't that the question? Holy, yeah.
0: Like whether it's understanding your timeline more or, you know, using this method of writing that story as a way of getting past something or sort of having some sort of conclusion to something?
1: Mm, I think for me it's it's about... um, reclamation like it's taking uh it's like reclaiming my narrative you Mm -hmm. know and not running away from it it's going like this has been an experience that has happened to me and um it's really the goal (laughs) is like it's trying to empower myself Mm. um by reclaiming my my narratives um that have unfolded throughout the course of my life um and it's also like kind of giving love to my childhood self. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, like an ode to 16-year-old me and going, like, mm. you know, like, you got this, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that sort of ties into your whole philosophy around acting and just your general involvement in this, right? Like, yeah, right. Like you sort of circle it back in yourself because yourself was what was – was always there in, in the first place, and do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just, I've
1: never thought of, I've never thought of, I've never made that connection. Not to say so you've gone trying,
0: like full circle, oh my but you God. know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's interesting. like
1: vicariously through my child, yeah. Self. <laughs> and to like
0: analyze Whoa. yourself at a different it's, point in time, yeah. Do you find like you're understanding yourself a bit better, or is this kind of like, you know, do, do you, how true to yourself do you think you're creating the role?
1: Hmm <sighs> oh god holy <laughs> shit I need a drink of water at this point because
0: I guess like there's a lot of creative direction that can be that can mix things up you may you may change something to have a more dramatic effect at points yeah, but right. are you wanting to make it sort of as true as possible or is, are you using no not the... as true as possible
1: okay. it's definitely not like um, uh, entirely fact like it's not entirely What's no. it? I always get them mixed up fiction
0: fiction non-fiction fiction. yeah I was worried fiction I was saying it wrong before Fiction not false.
1: <laughs> right. Fiction, yeah. True. Yeah. So it's it's, it's pretty non-fiction. it's pretty fictional, but it's derived from truth. Yes, okay. So it's not like pulled experience, like a mirror to yeah. what?
0: So it's be. a non- I didn't non-fiction. run away.
1: So the <laughs> it's not about I, I did not run away from my home with my yeah. pet lamb. I didn't I didn't actually do that. <laughs> um <laughs> Um but I think I think a um a part of me wants the character to do things that I never would have done. Sure. So it's it's almost like taking the story and like rewriting it mm. how it like could have gone or how I could have reacted. I could have been like and so the character is wild. Like yeah. she's like chaotic and she's like disobedient and angry and like you know, I wasn't really any of those things. <laughs> I was probably more submissive and like Not submissive. But, yeah, so I think, no, I'm not, like, uh, reenacting my behavior as a 16-year-old girl. I think I'm going, unleashing, like, the tiger that Mm. I know was there but just didn't, didn't come out. There's
0: obviously enough of a story or theme at that point in time that, you know, made you thought that you want to to do this to begin with. yeah. But, you know, how, how often can you, do you watch a film that's based on a true story and it's not completely true, like they've made a twist somewhere for yeah. sort of the dramatic effect of yeah. of it being a movie or yeah. a short film or whatever, you know. Like it's there's, there's sort of all, always a, a twist of some kind that you have to put into it to make it sort of more, I guess, worthwhile. Not yeah. to say that what is happening is not worthwhile, but, you know, yeah. it's sort of inevitable you'd make something some sort of twist somewhere. And the fact that it's something that's happened for you um, there may be points at which you know the character development or just the general you know you're you're making a story around yourself. I know I feel like if it was me writing the story about a point in time of my own life that I would change things about myself to suit the film more mm. to make me feel better about myself. Mm. Do you find that sort of coming into play with this? Or is that a wild assumption to make? Um, n-
1: no, no, um, no. I think. What did I? Um,
0: no. Do you think? Do you think as a as the writer of the film, you're you're being true to the, sort of yourself?
1: Um, to the essence.
0: Like, do you want it to be a pretty blunt? you know, presentation of that point in time?
1: No. It's 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 more about finding the essence of that moment in time. It's not about, like, copy and paste. Yeah. It's not about copy and paste at all. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm also not trying to um, change parts of myself to make myself feel better about yeah. myself. It's not about that either. It's about – it's more about – um Distilling the essence of what that point in time meant and what I learned and what is, what is the, connected to the message that I'm trying to put across and the thing that I'm trying to say. Still um, having
0: like a nostalgia around yeah. the story or idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is interesting to like uh, create a character out of like your own experience. Mm.
0: That that's it's, really sort of what is stemming these questions for me yeah, is yeah, that yeah. I just feel like if if I was writing a story about something that happened in my life, mm. I would probably veer off at some point or or sort of create a curve at some point that sort of disrupts something that I may not want to be presented mm. if it was something really personal, for example, or mm. just the way about um or you know, depicting dep- depicting a part of my personality at the time that I wasn't so happy with. You know, I feel like I would instinctively like make myself look better for the sake of the film. Do you know what I mean? Right. And if I look better, I don't mean physically, like um, just in terms of like mm. character um, traits, I suppose. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah, so in a way, no, this character will not be like a um, – she won't – she'll go past being me. Like she started at me, but she's growing into someone else that's quite far beyond me. Yeah, right. And that maybe is someone else that uh, can – has has been that person, mm. um, so yeah. I guess that's where fiction and nonfiction—it's just all kind of bleeding together, yeah. and it, the story will live a life of its own. And that is the goal: is that sure it started, it's seeded with, with started from me, but the idea is that it will grow outwards, yeah, and live its own life, um, and the character will live her own life.
0: Yeah. So this is your first time doing this. First time making a short film. Yeah. And do you find it's working in your favour? Like do you find that there's so many things you're having to tackle through the process or is it sort of the fun part about doing it for the first time? It's
1: incredibly challenging. Mm. This is so challenging. Um, It's so hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's why it's worth doing. For sure. Um, More
0: gratifying in the end, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I – it came out of a – wanting to tell a story and for some reason this um this is what came up and so I'm just pursuing it, you know. Um yeah, I it's 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 a it's a difficult balance because, you know, wanting to pursue um what or learn, follow the curiosity of being a filmmaker, but acting at the same time. Mm. Um, so you are, you are acting those. in this film, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a that's also like a funny juggle as well because the jobs are quite different. Um. Uh. I actually wasn't going to be in it, but I've decided recently that I am going to be in it. I was considering casting, um, someone to play the role, mm-hmm. like an actual like fifteen year old girl. And then I was like, look, you literally. Look like you're 15. So it's like you can just play it, just enter. Come on, like stop. You can't afford one anyway. You can't afford to pay someone to do it. So just, just.
0: Well, who's gonna play a better you than you, right? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um.
0: But then, like, that's a whole that's a whole nother like wormhole in itself. Like, how do you act yourself? Oh, you but the,
1: but that, but that's sort of the point I made before. Is that it's not me. You know, like okay, it's me, sure. but it isn't me. Um. So, uh yeah there'll definitely be um, yeah, I will be acting yep. um, I'm making her do things that I never would do <laughs> uh, but that's the point
0: um, I suppose you end up with a more organic um presentation because it's it's mm. really sentimental to you there's mm. there's more to it than just embodying like a role that you've been given, you know it's a role you've created, and you know it must be more freeing and organic to be in that position.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, I may sound like I've been contradicting myself, but it really comes out of a desire of wanting to tell the truth. Yeah. And I want, you know, I'm an actor, but I'm still not the actor that I want to be. Like I have a long way to go um, and I want to get better. And I want to be, I admire actors who are deeply truthful. Yeah. And, like, there's something that they're doing that's connected to something really real from their own human experience. Mm. And so, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Like, I want to, tell, I want to be truthful. And for it. To, and so then this goes into the whole method thing, and I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah. not method. <laughs> but it, it's like, you always put a part of yourself into everything that you do,
0: mm.
1: I think. Um,
0: yeah, I would agree with that
1: 100%. And it, so, that's this, me making this film is me investing my energy into committing to trying to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Committing to trying to maybe, I don't know, doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it's, it's it's cool though. Like to be able to even write a story to me is just like crazy, you know. And and, and granted, I've never really tried to do it, but just the fact that, like, is it, would you say the story is complete? Like have you gotten to a point no. where it's, yeah, she's so still in, in the works? Yeah, yeah. I just... I, th- I just think it's so neat, and and I guess in the case of this, where it's derived from um, something that's that's relative to you, a point in time in in your life, mm. I suppose it's easier to put that story together mm. as opposed to like coming up with something completely new. Mm. I just find the whole writing thing fascinating. I really admire people that can create a world, like you say earlier.
1: But that's what you do. It's just a different uh, medium. It's true in a different form, and you know, but like
0: I see what you say, I've never thought of it about it like that,
1: um, yeah, like you're conveying something, you're trying to communicate something, mm. you're just doing it in a different way, mm. it's just being channeled through a, a paintbrush, like yeah, right, right. it's like mine is channeled through a lens, you yeah. know, it's like it's it's, yeah, it's kind of the same,
0: yeah, right, I guess that's that's you know what you define art as right. You know, like when we are talking about it as a whole, not specifically like the visual arts, like in your case, the acting, the writing role, it's an art form because it's an expression-based thing, you know. You're, yeah. you're putting forward ideas and worlds and characters and things yeah. for other people to, to enjoy. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And also the lines between um, film and painting, like the two complement each other really well. Like there are a lot of directors that will – um uh derive inspiration from painting. Sure. Um and inject like a certain quality into the mise en scene or like creating like an image. Yeah.
0: In that literal sense you're coordinating things, you're yeah. composing things, you're you're finding um what's the word? Composition yeah. between things. You know, it's yeah, like building sense. a picture yeah. and,
1: and and creating layers and depth and it's film filmmaking is, is, is Probably quite similar to making paintings and stuff. David Lynch is, um, he's definitely someone who's, um, and he's a painter as well. So mm. he's a painter and a well, filmmaker. There you go. And so there's this kind of like. It's
0: a name that has come up in my life a lot recently. Oh, yeah. Having not really known much about that person at all. Oh. And then all of a sudden, within the last couple of months, that name is just propping up everywhere.
1: Oh, you need to go do some digging. Yeah.
0: I, it could be that I've already seen some of their work without knowing. The name is is new to me and, and everyone seems to be talking about it. Oh David my Lynch. goodness.
1: You yeah. need to you need to look into his work. He's also got films that it's just like a series of his paintings. Oh right. You should I, I can't tell you what it's called. But um you should really look into his work. Yeah, actually. oh
0: well we'll talk about it after. But yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah. that's interesting. I just it's it's funny how it keeps popping up. That's why I brought it up. It's, it's like a oh now you're talking about David Lynch as well. Like who is this guy? Yeah, and yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool though. I like that concept. I like the Having not seen too much of it, but sort of that, like, well, well the arty kind of films, you know, like I, yeah. I like that concept as well. I yeah. I think that's really cool.
1: But, you know, because art talks to it to each other, mm. like it talks to itself. Um, like, I, I, this um, draft that I've been working on, music has been, like, so helpful mm. to, like, um, yeah, to keep writing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Music is an... In, in, insanely emotionally I feel like you create more of a feeling or sort of an instant feeling or emotion around something through music than you do looking at something a lot of the time yeah yeah Um, I find a lot of gratification in in the music making side of things um, than I do with painting sometimes not that I make music but just in what I've experienced in the places that I've been and people that have been around like creating music that's it's like it's it can be instant too with art, but like I just feel like music just has a the literal vibrations of things that affect you instantaneously. I mm. think it's just a lot more. What's the word? Just settles in with you a bit more. Yeah, I think sometimes it communicates
1: something way. very easily and it very doesn't, quickly. And
0: it doesn't. Um, it doesn't ask for explanation, whereas I feel like visual mm. art does a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. You know, you often have people looking at things in galleries or asking the artists, you know, What's it so about? what does this mean? Does like, mean? Where does this come from? Like, who are these characters? And it's like, yeah. you don't ask that about the yeah. next top song that comes out, you know. Yeah, you it's don't written, go up to someone after, like, a gig way. and you be like, that yeah.
1: song that you played in the middle. Yeah, what is that? What, is that what was about? that about? Who was that person? Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. You don't <laughs> ask that. And that's the beauty <laughs> of music is it's, <laughs> it's that instantaneous, like, acknowledgement of the art form, mm. or at least that's how it sort of played out.
1: Maybe it's because it's like sound, you know, you don't, it's not, it's not like, you're not looking at it outside of you. Yeah. It's like entering it's you. It's an internal thing. It is. Yeah. And it's like, so therefore it becomes a part of your own like reality. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're listening to your music in your mm-hmm. headphones, it's like, I don't know, it's, if you're the main character in the film of your yeah, life, like yeah. it's the, it's the backdrop behind you that's a hundred percent which is why you don't question it because it's just becomes a part of like the fabric of your like existence um and yeah
0: that's i think you've nailed it actually i think that's that that is perfect at least to my understanding of it Mm. and what i'm trying to say i think that's that's exactly it Mm -hmm. because because art is you know it can be it's in your face a lot, you know, a lot of yeah. the time. Like it's, it's, it can be aggressive. It can be off putting. It can be, well, it's, conf- it's
1: literally confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly.
0: Like- it's something literally there in front of you that yeah. you can engage with yeah. physically, you know, and so it leaves room for it to be, you know, bullied mm. and, and broken down and analyzed mm. much more than, than music is because it, it's confrontational. Mm. And I kind of like that about about painting. And that's something that I, I think I strive to sort of achieve is creating that confrontation. Mm. And I think that's sort of why I found a bit more joy in doing that than ever sort of making music of any kind. Yeah. Which I've dabbled, I've never really done anything, but had to experience, I suppose. Yeah, right. Um Being able to bring that emotion, good or bad, out of someone through visual art, I find fascinating. Yeah. I think that's why I've I've just caught onto it. It's because disrupt. Yeah, yeah, or or just make people think. Mm. You know, consider why they don't like something. Um I've always said I I would much rather someone tell me that they didn't like something that I've done or made than be fake and telling me that they do enjoy it. Because often you know how someone feels about something that you've you've made or are presenting. Mm. Um and I wish someone would tell me this painting doesn't make me feel good because then I'd be like, well, I've done what I've set out to achieve and that is make you feel something different or think about something else rather than just looking at art as being something that's enjoyable, mm. which it is a lot of the time and most of the time when someone likes a painting, it's done something for them, it's resonated with them and same with music and same with watching someone act in a movie. You know, like you, you have this sort of connection to that thing mm. and the way it's being presented and I feel like artwork specifically just they 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 really ask for explanation Mm. or people people demand explanation from from painting um and i think it's i think it's interesting i just i just yeah i don't know that's kind of that's kind of my point really altogether but i just I, i i love how you can be so like i've never really listened to a piece of music and gone like I, there's definitely music that I don't like, typically, but I've never sort of heard a piece and gone, "Oh, why have they made it like this? You know, why have they, why have they chosen to to yeah, make a song in it this it way? As much. You don't, you, you just sort of instantly like, I don't like it." And I suppose you do the same with art, but I feel like with the visual arts, it's it's it is there is more sort of an expectation in a way. Mm. Um, or about k- what it's going to be. and depends on the context of what you're doing, I suppose.
1: Does that kind of frame how you approach what you're making?
0: I like your choice of words there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Um, I don't know. I I try – I don't really tend to analyse my work until it's done. That sounds ridiculous um, because that's, I suppose, how you do it. But like, I, I never have an intent that I've set – when I start something, it's only how I sort of interpret it after. So I guess I'm looking for the explanation when it's done as well. But I'm not, you know, what's what's done is done, and it's 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 sporadic, and and the ideas that come forward are 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 up for question really, and I I like that about them. Mm. But there's no intent that goes into it. I've never been like right. I'm going to paint something that makes someone upset right or paint something that makes something happy okay yeah. it's purely just what spills out and that's the fun of it for me Mm. and then that's why i would prefer to someone to say to me they do or don't like something and be and be blunt about it because you know it's it it doesn't you know it's not like i'm painting from a place of sadness that if someone was to say they didn't like something it would be really insulting to me the mm. the art is there to speak for itself it's not yeah. speaking for me you know it's it's there to be interpreted in whatever way shape or form the idea is just to create an emotion through the viewer as opposed to presenting an idea so yeah. to speak yeah 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 but it's the same with music i suppose if you were to look at it that way you know some people might not Uh, That being said, most of the musicians that I've talked to on the podcast specifically, it's always coming from a place of emotion. It's always coming from, you know, what they're feeling at the time. And I suppose, you know, there's there's methods to how you play an instrument or sing a song or whatever that, Mm. you know, you can't help but have emotion in that. And there's also emotion that comes with applying paint to the canvas too. But I feel like music tends to have more of a personal attachment to it than art can do.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: How do you feel about that with acting? Like, is it sort of all emotional for you? I suppose when you're, when you're becoming characters and things, you have to pick up a lot of emotion that you think they entail.
1: Mm, I mean, I think the to portray emotion is what the audience piggybacks
2: mm. on.
1: So. Um, that's definitely a hook. Um, I, I have never really had to play, like I haven't, haven't had to play lots of crying roles yet. Yet. (laughs) Yet. I've played lots of, um, like angry people. (laughs) Can you, can you cry on cue? Um.
0: We don't know yet.
1: I mean, yes and no. It dep- it all depends on the day, mm. you know. Like there, are, there, there will be there will be times where I am like practicing or whatever, because um, there are different tools that we've been given to like um, bring tears. Like there's this, there's oh, do I go into it? Do I give context? Um, but there's a way you can access like emotion through, it's very spiritually la la. Yeah. But you connect like different organs in your body. So basically. There's this tool. They say that anger comes from your liver. Right. Um, grief comes from like your lower intestine. So there's this thing you can do where you like, you just breathe into that space and you like connect to that space and that like, you can actually like bring up, you can you can cry, but you don't feel anything. Right. So there are different ways that you can approach it and it's all just practice really. But if you're connected to what you're doing on a personal level and you're with your same partner – It just happens, you know, you don't have to summon it. Mm. Um,
0: Sometimes even just staring someone like really bluntly can like make you teary eyed. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I have probably had to stare into people's eyes for like, it's probably been hours. If you like, if I tallied it all up, how many times we had to sit on the ground and just like stare into the person's eyes, it'd be literally hours. I find
0: that brings up laughter too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, because it's uncomfortable.
1: Because mm. people get uncomfortable, and then some people do just start crying yeah. because it's so confronting. It's crazy.
0: I've just I've, looking at someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, well, I mean, I mean, it's it's one thing to like try and cry like at home, like for for this purpose, like of acting, yeah, right. um, to try and like cry without anyone there. But like when someone else is in the room, you're you're a different character. Yeah, like we're saying, you know. And so, like to to cry sometimes is is a lot easier. Yeah. just with that you know, what what might be awkwardness or just, like, yeah. tense in a tense environment or just yeah. generally, like, comedic. Like, you know, you sort of – it's inevitable that you, you something spills out of you, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think the last role that I did cry for – well, this is quite funny. So there's this job where I could do, like, role play stuff. So, like, doctors who are training to be doctors need patients to practice mm. on. Police – like need people to practice being police people, whatever. Um, And I had to play this role. This is super intense. This is probably the most intense thing I've ever done, where I had to stand at the top of a 20-meter tower and like scream, cry, yell that I'm going to jump off and freaking kill myself. Wow. And so I was like, I'm going to bring the tears. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. And um, it was just really crazy to realize that I didn't really need to bring anything. Because when I looked down at them and they were invested in what was happening, these like they had like the their gears on like it felt really real, it was terrifying oh um but like looking at them, you could just i felt like I don't know, I don't know what their story is, I don't know what people they've had in their lives, maybe they have someone close to them that has been in this position, mm. and so that made me cry wow. <laughs> it was like looking at them? and like admit, i don't know like there were like how do i explain that
0: well you i mean it's one thing to think about that scenario like if that had actually happened you saw about it on the news you go oh my god that's that's tragic like how awful mm-hmm. um but but then being like in, in that, that setting and like yeah. seeing that person's perspective yeah yeah it's no surprise that you feel that way
1: yeah yeah so i i yeah bringing the tears. Yeah. I don't know if you in the, if you're in the present moment. Oh, I think sure. it's actually more about practicing presence. Yeah, and yeah. if you can be put yourself in a real present kind of conscious position, you can do anything. Yeah. You can go anywhere.
0: That's so crazy.
1: That was that's a very crazy story though. That was like the most crazy yeah. thing ever.
0: But you got the shot like it It went as planned?
1: It went. It it happened. Yeah, Yeah. it happened. Four hours of like crying and screaming and standing on a chair.
0: Yeah. Man, that's so intense.
1: Yeah. Holy. Yeah.
0: I mean, but probably like in a way good for your career to have had that experience, you know, so you sort of know what can happen in those moments.
1: And what I would do differently next time and how I would change my approach or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So this film you're working on at the moment- when are we? When can we expect that? Or have you got well, no secrets to give out yet?
1: No, well, I don't really have any secrets to give out yet. The plan is that we will shoot it before the end of the year. Cool. So, like, it'll be out next year. Awesome. Next year will be when it's out. Realistically, that's
0: cool. I'm really excited now. Lucky to have had the inside scoop on it all now. So I'm giddy as to see how it all turns out. I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just want to, I want it to be done so I can move on to the next one. You know, it's almost like you you get sick of it. You're like, I'm already sick of this film. It's not even made yet. I'm already thinking about the next one. Absolutely. I just got to get this you know no art is ever finished as yeah, they yeah. say it's just there's going to be a point where I just have to be like this is what it is and yeah, then absolutely. make it and then move on to the next thing
0: yeah perfect I love it I love your enthusiasm this was really fun to talk to you about this I love the whole industry and to, to talk to someone that's part of it was really cool really eye opening I appreciate you being here this was fun no
1: cool thank you oh. for having me
0: awesome no, I'm, if you're ever in town again Yo. we should definitely do this because this was really fun yes awesome cool thanks Jacinta appreciate no, it. it bye good. everyone <laughs>
2: Home Home. audio entertainment. 9016 Radio, the show for artists of all kinds. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the music.